Okay, hello and welcome to the Mind of a Football Coach podcast. Today we're going to be looking at fundraising. What does it mean to fundraise? And yeah, we all know that's just the the favorite topic for us high school coaches. We just love to fund. We love to fundraise. Uh, but it's a it's a necessary thing, right? So as a high school coach, we have to raise funds. We have to yeah, help a, help manage a, a business, which is our, our high school football programs that we are, we as especially as head high school coaches are usually involved in the fundraising process to some degree, whether we set the agenda, whether we actually help sell things, whether we are the ones that come up with ideas that can change from place to place. But as a, as a head football coach, and sometimes even as an assistant, uh, fundraising is something that we are involved in. And yeah, it's just one of those necessary things that, that we have to do. And I was listening to a, a head coach in, at the NFL level talk about coaching ball today and being a, you know, all about X's and O's. And I thought to myself, man, as, as a high school coach, if we could just be about the X's and O's that would cut out maybe, maybe more than half our job because we are, we're fundraisers We're we can be strength coaches. We can be golly. We can be guidance counselors. We can be, uh, some guys drive the bus, right? We do laundry and it's all things that we enjoy doing to some degree or, or we wouldn't, be in this profession, but it's important that uh, we make time to learn about other parts of our, of our profession so that we can be good at it. I remember when I was an assistant coach, I thought, man, if I could be a head coach, I could coach ball and that's all I need to do. And yeah, that's just not the truth. I, uh, it's now the place I'm at now, it's more about coaching football than, uh, some other places I've been a I've been a head coach, which is which is a huge shout out to Buckhannon Upshur High School and Upshur County Schools because they I really don't have an, a lot of extra duties. I coach football, I teach class. That's awesome. It's great. Uh, but I've been at some places, man. It was like you got to be the number one fundraiser. You got to do this. You got to do that. And man, as a head football coach, the guy that's a that's a rough gig that if you have to do so many different things outside of your, your day-to-day responsibilities, that becomes, that becomes tough. But fundraising is something I've always been a, been a part of in different places I've been trying to balance the budget, try to raise more money, trying to empower people to help them feel comfortable raising money, uh, coming up with different ideas. And as, as an assistant coach, I was a part I was a part of fundraising. I was a part of uh, either participating in it or setting up, doing things of that nature. And I think if you want to be a, a head coach, a head football coach, or a head baseball coach, head basketball coach, whatever your your flavor is, it's important that you know as, as you work your way up as an assistant, you understand the logistics of fundraising and what is good fundraising because there is bad fundraising. Bad fundraising is, hey, let's go do a car wash every couple weekends and make a hundred dollars. 
that's not worth anybody's time. <laughs> and this is no, it's no offense to car washes. I guess sometimes they're good community building exercise. And sometimes they make more money than that. But my experience is you're spending a lot of time and you're not making enough money for your time because people will say things like, well, if we just make any money, then it's good. That's not true. <laughs> that's not true at all. Uh, let's, let's plan our fundraising. So we make the maximum amount of money and we don't overwork ourselves that uh, good fundraising is we make enough money to run our program the way we want to, but nobody feels like, man, this is all we do. It's, it's over, it's overtaxing on the, the coaches and the booster club. And yeah, we don't want to burn people out. We want to do things that make a decent amount of money and have a plan. And we also don't want to continually go back to the same people and ask for money in small increments, right? So we want to do something that helps people like helps the businesses, right? To just give it maybe once or twice a year. We're asking for funds uh, for this. And I think that's a good model because if you're asking year round, that can get really old really fast, right? Especially if you're a business in the community, you don't want somebody constantly asking for money. I wouldn't if I was a business owner, right? We that that would not be that would not be cool. So uh, when I think fundraising, one of the first things I think is let's make it worth people's time. Let's make it worth people's money and time, and let's enjoy it as much as we can because we're all working for the same goal. And one thing I do think as when you're doing fundraisers is you have to make it clear. Uh, as the head coach to your parents that we're doing this to raise money, not to earn playing time. Uh, the number one earner doesn't guarantee their kid plays more or gets the ball more or anything of that nature, right? This is not about playing time. This is not about evaluation of talent. This is about, we are coming together to help raise funds for a, for our football program. And that's what it's for. And there's nothing else attached to that. And it's, you know, going on eight years as a head coach. I was an assistant coach for X number of years before them. That's something that has to be understood is, Hey, we're, we're doing this together, but none of this has, has anything to do with playing time, right. Or postseason accolades or yeah, college scholarships or anything of that nature. This is fundraising. This is its own, this is its own thing. And we're doing this together because we're trying to make our program better. I always think to myself when I'm at a program that one day, eventually I won't be the head coach anymore. Uh, but I want to leave it better than I found it. Right. Finan especially financially, uh, because you want to try to leave places better than, than you found it. You want to leave them in a better spot than when you took over. And that's just good. That's good coaching practice. That's good practice. That's good life practice. That's good business practice, all that, all that stuff. So I want to go into types of fundraisers first, uh, and then we'll, you know, go through those and we'll wrap up with some thoughts, uh, to wrap up the podcast, uh, this evening. So I think the number one type of fundraiser people think about when they think football program is sponsorships. So the things that hang on the fence, and I think those are great. I think that's something that people have done for so long excuse me, that it's what people expect you to ask for that 
for money for that. People expect uh, for it to be in a certain location, maybe. So that's if you're taking over a program, understand those things, understand the logistics of your spot and, you know, who needs to maybe be asked first, right? If you're in charge of that, hopefully you're not in charge of that as the head coach. Hopefully there's a booster club. Hopefully there's another coach who, uh, if they're, if they've, the, the assistant coach has been around, they know what to do with that, right? They give you some, some direction, but sponsorships, definitely signs ads. If you have, if you have a program ads can make some, some good money, uh, you know, make sure you, the person that's making your signs for the sponsorships that go on the fence around your field, if that's, you know, that's where they go, you know, make sure you're making a, a decent amount of, amount of money on that. Make sure that you're making, you know, you know when the, the sign being the actual sign being made is not eating up, you know, all the, most of the profit, uh, from your sponsorship because you want to make, make money on those sponsorships. Another thing about those sponsorships is, uh, make sure you take them down after the season uh, because you want to have those businesses pay again if they want to put them back up, right? Or if they want want to make a new one, right? You don't want to leave it up and they don't get free advertising, right? Okay, we're all we're trying to make money for our football program because football is so expensive. Oh my gosh, I mean helmets these days the the middle class helmet is almost three hundred dollars and. Every, you know, the person in the stands doesn't quite understand that. I don't think is that the average price of the helmets on the kids is between somewhere between 300 to $500 a helmet. And yeah, I mean, that adds up quickly, right? Among the other things, you got to feed the team and maybe your team has a player pack. Maybe you're buying some other equipment, jerseys. Oh my gosh, jerseys are wolf. I mean, you could, I mean, you can buy jersey sets for a hundred so dollars per jersey but that's not Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, right? That's the the name, the knockoff stuff, um, the, like the Jersey BSN makes or whoever your your company is that you're that you're buying your equipment from, right? Now those are good jerseys, but they're not the ones that people are used to. Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, you know, those can run a hundred dollars a jersey for a new one, and that's something that I don't think most people understand either is how expensive it is to put a football player out on the field on a Friday night. Uh, each of those players is dressed in upwards of a thousand dollars of gear, right? So you multiply that by 50 and, you know, do some math. So, you know, that's, that's, that's something that is real. And it's something that uh, football is an expensive sport. Now football makes the most money, but football is going to spend the most money because football has the, has the most, has the most expenses. And then, you know, with the sponsorships, it's important that you try to make a relationship with the people that, they give those. So that's your booster president, right? They're going out and they're, you know, your booster president, your booster club, they're going out and they're talking to those people. They're building those relationships. You as a head coach, when you get a chance to meet those people, go shake their hand, go talk to them. <clears throat> if you, you have their email, shoot them an email, right? Thanking them, uh, or you have their phone number, you know, do those things to build, uh, build the relationships with the people who are, who are sponsoring you, people that are, that are, investing into your program. Uh, the next one is discount cards. So I've had a lot of success with discount cards. Uh, one type we didn't because it was too confusing, but discount cards have been a good thing. Now the place I'm at now is a little rule for that. And, uh, it's not something that 
we did last year, and I don't know if we'll do that going forward. I'm, I'm not quite sure if that's something we're going to get into. But at other places that are a little more urban, man, we've made like $5,000 a pop on these. Uh, and that's not difficult to do. You just hand the kids the cards and, hey, go sell them. And uh, that makes good money. And uh, the guy that I worked with was really good. And that's, I think it's, that's, that's something that comes down to as well is it's all about the people you're working with. Is the person willing to work with you to help you, give you some tips? It'll give you a quality product, right? Do the discount cards have good companies on them where people actually want to go? Excuse me. I think that helps. And that's been something that has made uh, some money for us. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's really, really good. It also gets your players to buy in, right? You're trying to get your players to, hey, help us raise money for the team, right? This is your team. Let's help us to, to, raise, to raise funds. Another one uh, is golf tournaments. Now, <clears throat> they, they can be done annually. It's usually run by your booster club uh, you know, the booster club should definitely communicate with the head coach. Hey, can the head coach help in any way to get this going? Can the head coach give any input? That stuff's all awesome. Uh, it is, I think golf tournaments though, are the most difficult ones to do because there's more logistics to it. You got to find a course, got to find more sponsors, got to find somebody to hopefully donate food, right? Chick-fil-A, I was at one place, Chick-fil-A would donate the food. That would, that helped a lot with the cost. And, uh, yeah, that it, we did it and it bought an end zone camera, bought jerseys. We did it for two years and that was good stuff, but it, it's probably the hardest one to do because of all of the logistical factors that, that go into it. Uh, we've also sold spirit wear. I've done fan cloth. Uh, in my opinion, fan cloth used to be really good. Not so good anymore. They changed how much money they changed how much money you make. Basically they they're taking more now than they used to, uh, so I haven't done fan cloth in a couple of years, but they used to be good. Maybe they're, they've changed. I'm not, I'm not sure. I, we stopped doing them a couple of years ago. We've done team stop, team shops, team stores. Uh, we're going to do like a team pack going forward. Uh, that's something that I think is, uh, is needed. I think our guys need to look more uniform and that costs some money to do that. Uh, Cause you can either like set up a team store and tell them to buy it. Uh, the only issue with that is when the team store closes and they haven't bought it, there's really no extras to give, right? There's no extras to give out to say, Hey, you need to put this on. So the route that we're going to go is we're going to buy them and then have the kids, uh, the pro football program is going to buy them and then the kids will buy them. And we're not going to, we're not going to turn anybody away. Right. So if a kid comes up to you as like coaches, we're really struggling financially. I, I don't have, you know, 50 bucks to buy a player pack. We're not going to ostracize that, that kid, right? We have enough uh, funds in the account that we can, uh, we can deal with that. And, you know, at a place like where I coach, that's a real thing. I mean, the average income in our County, average individual income in Upshur County, West Virginia is $20,000 a person. Average households like 40, uh, not very high, right? <laughs> we're, we're rather poor. Uh, but what I've talked to our kids about is, Hey, I've let you know, now we're going to raise $50 for a team. You need to raise $50 for a team camp and $50 for a player pack. It's a hundred dollars. You know, you have three or four months to get that done. So that's, Hey, go to, go to 10 people and ask for $10, right? 
or go to five people and ask for $20, right? So those are things that uh, you can definitely do to help raise some cash, right? To help raise some money uh, to do some things uh, for your kids, give them a player pack. We're going to bring in uh, a nationally recognized uh, speaker, uh, coach to help us install uh, some offense. And yeah, man, it's going to be, it's going to be good. So uh, that's something that uh, you can do the, the spirit where uh, I, I know people that have charged for seven on sevens. There's another one bringing people in for seven on sevens. We put on a really big one a couple of years ago. One place I was, we brought in like 12 teams, FCA fed everybody. FCA gave out cash prizes. But I didn't charge any teams because I didn't want to charge anybody to hear the gospel. <laughs> so that was maybe we lost out on a fundraising opportunity there. Well, we did lose out on a fundraising opportunity. But I think it was such a great experience. I didn't want to rob the the players of that, the people that came. And that was a that was that was pretty cool. You know, there's and every community is different. I know some people do mulch fundraisers, some people sell firewood. Some people can stand on the side of the road and do helmet drives and make a good amount of money. That's all good. It just, it depends on what works in your community and you don't need a million of them. You just need what, what, what works for you. And then this last year uh, we did an, an elimination dinner and that made a good amount of money for our middle school and high school football programs. And that's, man, that's good. That's another good thing. If you can pull it off and you have the people to do it, that is, that is fantastic. And the last one I'm going to mention is, creating a donation page. So I've done this a couple of times and it's just simply has a picture or a video and it's asking people to donate money. Uh, and this is a, a shameless plug for the one we have going on right now. And I will put the link to this in the show notes. Uh, we are trying to raise money via donation page for our football program. So I will put that link into the show notes. Uh, if you feel so inclined to donate to the BU football program, and, uh, you know, we're trying to raise some money for our guys to, to give them, them the best experience possible. And, you know, they say, if you don't, <laughs> if you, the only thing somebody can say, if you ask is no, right. So we're going to ask for, for money for our football, football program. And people can say no by not donating, but Hey, we're going to ask, right. Because we're trying to make our football program as enjoyable as possible for our players and give them the best experience they can possibly have. And right now we're also doing a hoodie fundraiser. Um, and if you're interested in that, just shoot me an email, <laughs> Zach, Z-A-C-H dot Davis two four at gmail.com. Again, Zach, Z-A-C-H dot Davis two four at gmail.com. And we'll I'll get you uh, the price and information and then we can uh, get you a, a Buccaneer Upshur, Upshur Buccaneer, wow, a Buckhannon Upshur hoodie. We are the Buccaneers, right? <laughs> Buccaneer, Buccaneer Upshur, wow. So Buckhannon Upshur hoodie. On the back of our hoodie, it says Team 114. We are the 114th team in Buckhannon Upshur history. And that's something we're going, we're starting as well. Because I think any tradition you start is good, right? Starting a tradition is is great. It's awesome. Something that people can buy into. When I tell when people ask what you know, what's team 114 on the back of our hoodies, I say it's the 114th team in Buccane Buckhannon Upshur football history. And people say, Oh, that's cool. So yeah, just trying to build a culture and helping people to buy in because the more people buy in, the more money you can raise. Right. Um, and it gives your kids a better experience and help it to be a true community feel with your, with your program. Cause that's what we're, that's what we're all trying to do. We're all trying to help our programs be the best it can be 
and to you know i hope that we will make our community proud so they will support us and uh, man thank you all for listening and just have a great day